Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today in the, in the, uh, in the Universal uh, Catholic Church, Chaldean and non-Chaldean uh, Catholic churches, we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Cross. So it's a little weird, right? If we think about it, we're celebrating. Today is a feast day. We're celebrating a feast day for what? The cross. And that sounds absurd and really odd, actually, that we would celebrate something like that because of the history of the cross, right? The history of the cross is the cross was known for ex- executing criminals, and it was done publicly. So it's the most shameful, the most humiliating thing that a person would do. And it was, again, done in public so other people would see it to show how shameful it is and how bad it is. So if we think about it, that's what we're celebrating today. We're celebrating this Feast of the Cross. And so, as usual, although the cross has a negative connotation attached to it for criminals, shame, um, you know, embarrassment, everything that Jesus experienced, as usual, Jesus makes all things new. He makes all things new. He, help, he allows us, by the wisdom of the church, to take a look at this shameful, ugly cross and says, I make all things new. What is known as ugly and shameful, I take it and I make it beautiful. And so today is really, what are, we, what are we celebrating, right? What are we celebrating? We're not celebrating the actual wood itself, obviously. We're not celebrating um, the agony that Jesus went through. Sure, that could be a little bit of it. But really, what are we celebrating today? We all came to Mass today. What are we celebrating? We're celebrating many things. When we look at the cross, there's so many things that we can take away from it. We can, so many things we can celebrate today, right? The first thing is that when Jesus died on the cross, the devil lost all of his power over us. Today's the day to say, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross because the devil has no more power over me. Sure, we're tempted on a daily basis, thousands of times a day. But the devil has no power over us. Right? For those, um, I wear these chains around my, around, my, uh, around my wrist. It's my consecration to Mary, but it's a reminder to myself that I'm not a slave anymore. Right? We shouldn't be living as slaves. So we just come back today and we say, thank you, Jesus, for this cross, because the devil has lost all of his power over me. When Jesus died on the cross, again, the handcuffs of slavery came off. We became children of God. We know that, and this isn't meant to be a theology lesson, but it's a reminder, it's a, it's a reminder, and it's a celebration to create that awe again, especially as like daily mass goers for some of us, we, we're, we're very consistent, we love the Lord, and we are coming back on a regular day to celebrate this feast. But again, which area, right, maybe it's, you know, maybe I've forgotten that the devil has lost his power over me. Good, I want to be, God, give me the grace today to realize that. Give me that grace today, that awe and that wonder that I'm not a slave anymore. Maybe for some of us, right, Jesus, uh, Jesus' cross is a bridge. We know that if Jesus' cross, if he did not die on the cross, that there was no way for us to get back to heaven. We were separated for all of eternity. Hell was our only destination. So maybe today for some of us, I need that reminder, that celebration. Yes, when people say, especially Protestants, have you been saved? Have you been saved? Yes, we've been saved by the blood of Jesus and his cross. Daily, I work on my salvation. Right? It's not a one and done. So maybe some of us just need that reminder to celebrate with that today. Um, of that reminder, I am saved. Heaven is my final destination. Talk to so many Catholics who don't believe they're saved. <laughs> Absolutely. That's great news. Jesus has saved us. The gates of heaven are open for us. And that's a reminder that the gates are open, but we have to choose it. We choose it by that change in our lives. So that, that, that bridge, Jesus dying on the cross, right, is the purest and uh, purest 
an act of unconditional love and poured out in infinite mercy. So when we look at the cross, we see that side on Jesus' side. When we look upon the cross, we see that blood and water came from that cross, that mercy, that infinite mercy. And I love that prayer at the end of the Divine Mercy Chaplet. You know, that says, inexhaustible mercy. What is mercy? Undeserved love. Some of us are sitting here right now. We, we're saying, I don't deserve love. I don't deserve your love, Jesus. Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. I'm the exception. I think you died for everybody, but I'm the exception. Mercy is undeserved love. Nobody here deserves what Jesus did on the cross, that unconditional love. Myself included. So maybe some of us need to wake up to the mercy of God. I don't deserve your love. And he says, yes, you don't deserve it, but I want to give it to you freely. Maybe I need that, that, that awe and that wonder of what I'm celebrating today, which is God's mercy and his love when blood and water came from his side on the cross. Through the cross, Jesus shows us how to be humble, the greatest act of humility. Right? That God who is not bound to anything allowed himself to be bound by nails. Right? He shows us what humility is like. God, in two seconds, could have snapped his finger from the cross and could have just been snapped his finger from the cross and he could have come down. But he shows us what humil humility looks like. Some of us need a reminder because our pride is inflated. And then we just need that reminder, okay, what is humility? Humility is, comes from the word a dust. I am dust. I am dust. And that should take so much pressure off of us. Because there's this performance anxiety inside of us. I got to perform, I got to perform, I got to do, I got to do, I got to prove. And God's like, you're dust. Not trash, not garbage, but you're dust. So some of us, we're celebrating that. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that pressure that comes off of me today. It doesn't depend on me. We feel that load coming off of our shoulders. Through the cross, Jesus forgave us and taught us how to forgive others. Some of us are just sitting here today and we're just thinking, you know, I, I can never forgive that person. My brother, my sister, my aunt, my uncle, they stole, they did this. Right? While we were his enemies on the cross, he says to the Father, we need a reminder, some of us, forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they're doing as they're nailing him to the cross. And some of us need to forgive ourselves. That's always important and I always bring that up. If we think that Jesus did not die for me, and he died for everybody else, but I'm the exception, that there is a lot of self-hatred going on inside. And that should be the day today we should wake up. I can't come and feast and celebrate and say, yes, I'm here for the Feast of the Cross. But I can't forgive myself for what I've done. And finally, we learn from the cross, and not learn, but what, the gift that came from the cross, what we're celebrating today is that Jesus from the cross gave us his mother Mary. We are not orphans. Oftentimes when I'm praying with people, I say, so repeat after me, in the name of Jesus, I reject the spirit of fatherlessness, which means it's an evil spirit which makes me believe I don't have a father. In the name of Jesus, repeat after me, that I reject the spirit of orphan spirit. It's an evil spirit which makes me think I'm an orphan. So I have to be anxious and control everything. But he gave us a mother and a father. God is our father. Mary is our mother. And from the cross, he gave us Mary. Because we're not orphans. So maybe we just need that reminder. So there's so many things we can look at today. It doesn't have to be every single thing that I talked about. But each and every one of us needs a reminder of one of these six or seven points that I just mentioned. That's what we're celebrating today. We're celebrating. You've come to receive something besides Jesus in the Eucharist. 
God wants us to be enlightened. God wants us to wake up. The final thing I'll say is um, I've just been meditating on recently is that, you know, uh, the cross is obviously made out of wood. And I think of like splinters have been on my mind, right? Splinters are annoying. Who's had a splinter before? A piece of wood in their hand. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Anyone enjoyed it? it? was like, yes, thank you. I'm so glad I had this piece of wood in my finger. You, you, you like it? You had, yeah. You did? James, you enjoyed your splinter? You so much. Okay. You, talk to me afterwards. We got to do some deliverance prayers. That's not, not normal. So splinters do not feel good. They're annoying and they're painful and you have to take it out. So what I've been reflecting on lately is that there are so many splinters in our lives, these little pieces of wood that are so annoying. And that those small splinters in our lives are meant to make up a full cross when we see God face to face. How are we handling those splinters? Right? We're never saying, yes, thank you, God, but those small crosses, those small splinters, when we see God face to face, is going to say, you look like Jesus. You look like my son. Come, come in. Nobody likes suffering. Nobody likes splinters. But it's the small splinters that happen, whether we want them or not, the inconveniences, the annoyances, the small things. I can get angry. I can get frustrated. I can yell. I can scream. I can cuss. I can do whatever. That's not going to solve the problem, and that's not going to make up my cross, the full cross at the end of my life. I look at those small splinters, and our Catholic faith, which is so beautiful, teaches us that we can take those small splinters, unite them with Jesus' cross, and offer it up for somebody. I did it today. I was so proud of myself. I was like, you better practice what you preach. I was so mad on the road today. I don't have religious, uh, religious bumper stickers and stuff on my, the back of my car because I don't want to think, like, see me wearing this, acting like a psychopath on the road. So they're going to be like, okay, either someone stole that car because, the, you know... So I'm on the road today, and somebody, of course, did something really, really that made me angry. And I just said, Jesus, this is a small splinter, and I unite this splinter with your cross, and I offered up for a couple right now that I know that's asked me to pray for them. That's what we say and what we mean by offered up. We should never let our small splinters go wasted. My friend who's a priest, his mom was in the hospital, he gave her a, a, a list of names. He's a priest. He gave his mother a list of names and he said, Mom, pray for these names. And she was confused. He, he said, Mom, you're here. This bed is your cross. You are literally crucified to this cross for the next seven days. Every day you want to complain. Every time you're in pain. Every time they wake you up in the middle of the night. Pray for these names because you have more power than I do as a priest as you're here on this, on this bed. What are we doing with our, our splinters? When we're feeling lonely, when we're feeling angry, when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling fill in the blank. Because it's a whole bunch of emotions that we feel on a daily basis. That's how we take today's celebration to every day is the Feast of the Cross. And I'm truly, at the end of my life, I can show up in front of God face to face and He'll say, I see your cross, the full cross, because of the small splinters that have made up this full cross. Welcome home. And then for all of eternity, we will never ever experience any pain, no suffering, no cancers, no viruses, no diseases, no car accidents, nothing. And that's our ultimate goal, is to be with Jesus and the remainder of the Trinity in heaven. Amen?